0: New study out reveals that old car smell could save your life. <laughs> That's right. I said old car smell. You can't make this stuff. It, it could save your life. I am I am absolutely serious. Just as I thought, Bob, the cash clunkers program was a secret sus- uh, conspiracy to kill off the American people. In my never-ending... <laughs> In my never-ending search for truth, justice, and the American way, I came across this information. I would consider a nail in the coffin of new car buyers everywhere. February 2012, HealthyStuff.org released information on over 200 of the most popular 2011-2012 model vehicles. They were tested for chemicals that off-gas from parts such as steering wheel, dashboard, armrest, and seats. And these chemicals contribute to new car smell and a variety of acute and long-term health concerns. (laughs) Naturally, we want to cover this amazing story. Uh, But seriously, are you addicted? Are you? There's the question, really. Are you addicted to new car smell or always driving an SUV or do you always have to have a minivan? Are you a slave to car fashion, always in search of the new thing, the latest and greatest If you're like me at some time, you may have become a victim to this kind of slavery. Maybe it was clothes or golf equipment. In my case, it was fishing lures. (laughs) I had to have the latest and greatest. I used to go to the sporting goods section of any store I went to, and I would just stare at the fishing lures. Oh, man, look at that that one. That one's going to catch the big one. (laughs) Or how about when you were a kid? Do you remember when the Christmas toy edition of the Sears catalog came out? I mean, I had to, I would just sit at that thing and stare and think and, but (laughs) as hard as it may be to admit your own weakness, Paul turned on the lights really when he said he would boast in his weakness because Jesus' strength is made perfect in our weakness. That concept is so profound that I may never fully grasp it, but I ask you this morning who would like to boast about their weakness? Of course, we're talking about this sort of greed, 866-348-7884. And, of course, if you've got the weakness, then tell us, if you're on the other side, how was Jesus' strength made perfect through your weakness? Whether that was new cars, maybe it's new computers, new clothes, here's your chance to boast about your weakness, 866-348-7884. Or maybe, like me, you're now asking God to help you with one. My thorn in the flesh, honestly, is talk show host envy. <laughs> you know, when I see another talk show, and this is serious, when I see another talk show get five or six more affiliates, more stations to carry this show, I, honestly, it burns deep down inside. Now, I, I, I'm asking God to help me with it, and I, I know it's sin, and I know that God blessed that other talk show, but I'm, I suppose God has left that burning in me to remain, so I would continue to seek him for comfort. So we need some answers today on the Christian Car Guy Show, and here's your chance to boast about your weakness and God's strength, 866-348-7884. Please call us. We'd love to hear your testimony. And here to help us out this morning, Our very own king of old car smell. (laughs) Amen, brother. (laughs) Our
1: Christian junkyard guy, Bob Young. Welcome, Bob. Great to be here this morning, brother. And uh as you were reading that and uh going through that, it it made me think so many people don't want things for themselves so much as wanting things for maybe their wives and or 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 their our kids. How many of us have affluenza for our kids you know we suffer from the the urge to give them more than we had and 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 just really struggle with that because affluenza we uh did a 30-hour famine at the church this year and uh it was a great thing and in there we had a, a video and it was about affluenza <laughs> the young lady who was just terribly upset because her mother's bmw didn't have heated front seat and uh and she was upset because the thread count on her sheets was less than her friend's thread count. And uh you know it's That's just affluenza. <laughs> that's acute <laughs> affluenza. Uh, uh, extreme <laughs> acute, you know. But there's so many people that, you know, just have the the desire of of just a little more, a little better or or just you know, and just never take the time to realize how good we actually have it.
0: Well, there you have it. We we got Bob helping us out this morning, but we also have our Christian oil guy, Mike Westwood. He's down there in San Antonio this morning. Welcome, Mike.
2: Good morning. I think I just got a new envy.
1: Oh. Bob's
2: (laughs) command of the English language.
1: (laughs) I I got that off the video, brother. I can't take credit for that one.
2: Um, you know, I struggle as a small businessman. I struggle with envy of success of other people, and it gets me sidetracked and off the path. And then I really struggle. So, success envy would be my uh, mine in the bucket.
0: Yeah, I understand that one all too too well. And we're going to talk about that because guess what? Coming up in our appraisal by the real back book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. Crowd for discernment. Lift up our voice for understanding. The question for many of us is how do we get on the other side of this addiction, this sin, this maybe it's unforgiveness in your life? Maybe you can't find a way to forgive somebody. This thing the Holy Spirit, you know how it goes. This thing the Holy Spirit keeps reminding you hey, Robbie, haven't we had this discussion before? There you go. Uh, sometimes I think I may be at the 70 times seven. I'm, I'm, I don't know. It could be the last time. But I love the way that God often teaches me something in His Word. I came across something this week that made absolutely no sense to me. You know how you read it; it makes no sense, and then you'll read it a number of times and you're still clueless. Then I get the impression I'm not supposed to pass this one by. Then the Holy Spirit starts to lead me, and all of a sudden, blammo! My mind is engulfed in wonder. Seriously, in worship. I'll think about it for weeks after, after you get one of these revelations in his word that, he, that originally you had no idea what in the world this meant. And that was what happened to me this week in Isaiah 10, 27. And I'm going to read it for you. Uh, here's what left me out in the cold somewhere. It says, in, there, in that day, their burden will be lifted from your shoulders. Excuse me, in that day, The burden will be lifted from your shoulders, their yoke from your neck. The yoke will be broken because you've grown so fat. Oh, (laughs) what? (laughs) What in the world did that mean? Well, I get to share what I learned about this passage, and I think it's going to be helpful for all of us who deal with some of these things, and that's coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book I'm Robbie Dillmore, the Christian Car Guy, 35 years in the retail automobile business, but more importantly, your brother in Christ. The Christian Car Guy Show has changed the way people look at their cars. They need to be paid for, no debt, and that, you know, this whole new car envy thing can get you in that situation, watching people buy cars for 35 years, and a lot of times they had to have a new one every two years. They had to have a new one, you know, any time that the warranty went out, I got to get a new car. And uh, that leads to all sorts of issues. Cars need tender, loving care, and they need a name like Old Red. You think about it. You see tractors. They've been out in the elements since the 40s. They're still running. Well, why do you think? Truth is, if you maintain a car, it lasts as long as you do, and cars need to be safe and driven safely. Wear your seatbelt, right? It's amazing how many people lose their life every week because they're not wearing their seatbelt. And don't speed. If you truly following Jesus, Right, Bob? <laughs> He's the
1: one in the righteous lane, brother.
0: <laughs> you would not be blowing by him. It's estimated Americans would wa- are wasting, they really are, they're wasting 200 million gallons of gas a week on speeding. But, of course, this is a live show today. We want to hear your story. We want to hear your testimony. New car or other addictions, what weaknesses would you like to boast about And how is Jesus' strength made perfect through that? Call us. We have lines open. We want to hear from you. 866-348-7884. And as always, it's all at our website, christiancarguy.com. Yes, Bob, I know you wanted to chime in.
1: Some people uh, may think it has to be a new car, but some of us are pretty weak for equipment. (laughs) I'll get into that a little bit later, though, but uh, um, that is my weakness. Uh, uh, The equipment that you make money with, it seems to, be more of a draw for me
0: old car smell could save your life right bob and it's all there (laughs) it's all there at christiancarguy.com as well as jesus's labor of love and you know how we this ministry is providing free car repair labor for single moms and widows across the country we had some amazing examples of that this week when we come back we got doug in burlington he's holding on with us but we need to hear from you What's your weakness you'd like to boast about this morning? 866-348-7884. We got a lot of the stuff about new car, old car smell. It's all coming at you when we return with so much more the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Are you addicted to new car smell? Are you one of those folks that, man, I, you know, this car is getting a little bit old. I've got to trade. How can I get through this? Maybe you're a recovering new car addict. That's, you know, maybe you've already recovered. You can share your secret on how you got through that. We would love to hear anyone this morning who would want to boast about that kind of weakness. 866 348 7884. Of course, we always take any of your car questions, anything you may have, we'd love to hear from you. 866 348 7884. Again, if you're concerned about this new car smell situation, and I know <laughs> I was immediately when I read it, you could go to christiancarguy.com and there get all sorts of answers. And I do want to say a couple other things that, um, uh, whenever you hear a show and you go, man, I wish I'd heard the end of that show, whatever the situation, maybe you missed one two weeks ago and you said, I wonder what happened with that situation. They are also there at our website under podcasts. Uh, You know, you can click on that menu link and you can listen to any show we've done in the last two or three years. And also lately, and I'm, I'm blessed to be getting a lot more questions on Facebook. If you go to Facebook and you go to Christian Car Guy, you know, you do a search on Christian Car Guy, you can friend me. I've got somewhere around 1,300 friends. But lately I've been getting questions from people all over the country through Facebook. And they're saying, you know, Robbie, can you help me with this situation, that situation, man, with Honda this week? That was the way the question came. It came through Facebook. So if that's easier for you and you go to Facebook all the time, yes, I'm there. It's under Christian. You don't have to search for Robbie Dilmore. It's under Christian Car Guy. And there I am. And you'll see pictures of my mother and my kids and any you know, anything else. If I happen to be at a golf tournament yesterday, I, that's there at Facebook as well. So any way that we can link with you we want to. We got Doug is in Burlington. Doug, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. What you got for us? Um,
3: well, uh, last year, uh my wife got kind of excited for me, I guess you would, would say. I. Uh, we both have cars that are over hundred and fifty thousand miles, so we're really not worried too much about that gasification stuff like you were talking about. But this car that uh, the two thousand and eight three uh, fifty z that she found, and she got really excited, and I took I said, "You're kidding, oh really? It's only got eighteen thousand miles on it. Oh, this is great, so actually, we went down and uh, made a deal with this person and bought it, and I tried everything in the world to get this thing to work and I said I, it just didn't fit. it didn't feel right, anything like that and so I ended up three months later going ahead and selling it, and the witness really started coming in releasing this toy that I was keeping in my possession, uh, that whenever I would say, uh, yeah, i got this car, and no, I, it's just, you know, it's just not worth keeping a toy, and it's it's just uh, too much, you know, it just doesn't work, they say, you're kidding, really? You're getting rid of it? You're selling the thing? And I was able to witness for the Lord, because it's just, I didn't think it was something that the Lord really had for me at that point in time, so... Uh, in his strength, he ended up, uh, being able to allow me to witness to others that, you know, you really need to think about how many and how much materialistic things that you have. And I was able to, uh, kind of, uh, identify with your oil guy too, because I, I teach college and I ended up that, um, uh, I thought, well, now that I got my doctorate, I'm going to be more successful in this, that, and the other. And got, I'm in a small college and I keep asking myself the question, um, why am I here? What's going on? Well, I, I advise Christian groups there, and the Lord keeps reminding me on a fairly regular basis now that you're here for me, and that uh, I get to witness to these kids and let them know what the truth is. And sometimes some of them get saved, and it's just been a real blessing. Just realize God's got me where He wants me.
0: How cool is that, Doug? Wow, what a testimony!
3: And it been know, a real blessing, I, you know, and, and when I allow God to do it, that's the that's, uh, just to let go and say, I really don't understand this, but, you know, I'm going to trust you because you've got the whole thing in control.
0: That is so cool, and, and I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you blessing my listeners with that this morning. There are all of us, we have toys that, wow, what a witness it could be if we could um, let go of them. Thank you, Doug. God bless you. I appreciate yes, you calling Thank in you. so much. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. All Thank right. you. Bye-bye. What is your... A you know freedom story or testimony or maybe or something you're struggling with what an opportunity to boast in our weaknesses and you know that's what i've noticed throughout my life that you know people can't relate to a christian that's perfect that doesn't have any problems but quite often when i share my struggles then people are like wait wait now what's this 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 guy has struggles and and and, and it's
1: okay for me to share that that was one of the greatest tools I ever had when I started working with the youth. Cause you can't sit there and slap them in the head with the Bible and expect them to listen, but you go ahead and confess the wrongdoings of your life and, and you can captive you know, you can just really catch their attention. They'll sit there and listen. And, and so many times, you know, I just hope that at least one of them has learned something from the mistakes I confessed. And, uh, it wasn't a proud moment or anything because I was turning loose all that. But I'm glad that God gave me the strength to do it because, you know, I made a bunch of mistakes growing up. And if one of those kids can miss one of those stones that I stumbled over, uh, it's just a great thing.
0: And, I, you know, Bob, I was honored to be there at your father's funeral not long ago. And, you know, our power comes from our testimony that when Bob admitted, these are the things that were going on in my life, but God, but God, <laughs> you know, and, and that was the deal. That was the power of what you said at your, at your dad's funeral. And I know Mike, you're experiencing that power in God's life in in, in your life right now, aren't you? Mike. Yes. Uh,
2: I, cer- I certainly am Robbie, you know, after selling my business and, uh, and struggling right now with what to do and finding a path and seeing so many things out there, it's just difficult to pick one and, and go with it. It's, so it's a real struggle and prayers getting me this far. So I just keep praying to find that path.
0: And, and there is the deal, but it, you know, I do have some somewhere I'm going with all this and that is, there are so many people and I, when I taught car salesmen, I'm ashamed to say this, but it's true. When I taught car salesmen, and I don't want to know how many hundreds I've trained over the years, but one of the things I told them is when you see somebody come up in a car, then that is a complete key. What they're driving will tell you what you can sell them. You will never trade anybody down effectively. What you do is you trade them up a little bit. You see that they drove in in that Chevelle, Chevrolet, you know, then you shall sell them the Chevelle SS if they drove up in the Cadillac, you know, Délégants, and you sell them the Cadillac Brougham if they drove up in whatever it was that they drove up in because now they've pictured that they've arrived at whatever level that it is they feel like they've arrived at the easiest sale in the car business is to take what somebody's driving and up it and the, of course the manufacturers figured that out you know thousands of years ago or whenever it was that the way they revolutionized Detroit was to come out with a new model year every year you think this was you know, what might be behind the fact that you get a new model in 2012 versus 2011? Well, the idea is to make your car obsolete. And you don't think that Apple has figured that out with the latest iPhone and the and the <laughs> whatever it is they've got coming out? They get iPad. obsolete very quick these days, <laughs> too, don't they? But it's all, it's all, you know, now I'm at this level, and it's an attempt to bring you into bondage. And... It's amazing how this plays out in our own lives. And we know it, but we fall right into it. So we got a lot more we want to talk about on this subject. And we want to hear your testimony on how your weakness was made perfect in his strength. How did that happen? We'd love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. We'd love to hear your testimony. It just honors God. And I just, blessed with me, no end. See
4: the you. America is asking you to call, drive your Chevrolet through the USA, America's the greatest land of all, on a highway or a road along you the way.
0: you got to have the latest, you got to have the greatest, it's, as Bob would say, affluenza, <laughs> what might be your addiction, what might be your sin that, that God has uh, allowed in your life so that his strength could show up in, in your weakness. It's an amazing concept and it's so beautifully played out in the lives of Christians if we will simply humble ourselves and realize, wow, you know that the Holy Spirit is knocked on my door here about 99 times and it, it might be that I need some help here and that struggle is what we're giving you an opportunity to boast today about your weaknesses and we can see maybe how God's going to do that. 866348 Seven eight eight four eight six six three four. Truth, we have Janine in Louisville, Kentucky. Janine, you're on. Hey. Christian Carguy. Good morning.
4: All right, How are you? I'm wonderful. What have you got for us? Well, I I would like to boast about my weakness. Sometimes um, I feel the Lord step in, but a lot lately um, because I'm a Christian who judges sometimes other Christians har- harshly when it comes to money. I don't have a whole lot of money, but when I see Christians who are envious with people with a lot of money, that just disturbs me, and I don't sometimes know how to get past that struggle.
0: Yeah, if I'm following you, when you see somebody else that really they see the Christian with money and and they really are envious, you find yourself like, man, get over that. Is that am I correct in the way, the way you're looking at that?
4: Yes, be, because I'm a Christian who who lives so within her means and doesn't make that much money. Not that I'm better than anybody else. I want to make that clear. But I see a lot of Christians. Oh no, I want what they have, and I'm thinking, and they're very envious of rich people, and 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 I don't get it.
0: Yeah, that's it's an interesting thing because, I, with. That particular situation, those rich people have got a lot more to answer for than we do, right, Janine? <laughs> yeah,
4: I'm thinking. Well, uh, I don't need all that. have to. <laughs> I think they forget that they that those people have to answer to the Lord as much as as we do. If you're envious or whatever,
0: and you, uh, that's a, that's a that's an interesting one. That really is, and you know, I, I probably suffer from that myself, Janine. Mm-hmm. and, uh, or, or sometimes I'll see other people saying, you know, how come I can't have a house like this? How come I can't have that? And I'm like, man, you know, this isn't what God has for you, but, exactly. um, you know, right. I guess if, as I try to process that, you know, and this is just, you know, my thought on it is that God is allowing them an opportunity like me, to have a thorn in the flesh, <laughs>
4: right, right. And my thorn is 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 I got to quit being judgmental of, of poor people who are envious, and I am poor myself.
0: Yeah, well that that that's what you know. When we find ourselves on the same playing field with others, then we feel like you know th- that they could see what we see, but not always the case. And yeah, um, I I just heard Chuck Swindoll say this, and I don't know if you had it on your network, but it was so funny. He said, I. Could, I could understand so well God's um, God's will for my wife, but I can't understand God's will for my life. <laughs>
4: right, right. <laughs> it is so easy.
0: It is so easy for me to see the 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 little speck in my neighbor's eye, and I got this branch, man. And it right. Just, it's, I got
4: a log. <laughs> well, God bless hey, well, listen, you, Janine. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it.
0: And thank you for listening out there in Louisville. I think that's. WFI, that's a great station there. It's a Salem um, affiliate since I got affiliate envy. <laughs> that's, that's a great one out there. We appreciate them so much. Well, Mike, you've been listening in attentively.
1: Well, no, Bob, you had something you wanted to mention right before. Well, the song he played at the opening there, the Chevrolet song. Oh, it, 1952, it brought, yeah. It brought back a memory for me because uh, ever since I was young, even before I had driver's license, Corvette, 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 if I could just have a Corvette. And I had the opportunity a while well, just several years ago to uh obtain a corvette that needed some work and I started to work on it and I started to work on it and we worked on it and I had this fixed and that fixed and 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 got it decent but you know the issues kept arising and everything and uh i finally i think where my equipment uh envy comes from is from a I got rid of the Corvette and an old wrecker to obtain my first rollback. For anybody that doesn't know, that's a vehicle. That's a truck where you can haul a a car on the back on the bed of it and then another one behind it so I could haul junk more efficiently. But uh, I got rid of something that was eaten and got, got me something that could help feed me, you know, and, um, and that I, led to additional slavery. Isn't that cool? You got I, out of the slavery of the Corvette and yeah, you yeah. fell into another oh, one. Equipment. I, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just anything that can help us do our work more efficiently and, and uh, you know, be more profitable. I, I'm, I'm kind of weak about that stuff, you know.
0: Well, what may you want to boast about today? We would love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. 866 truth for the digitally gifted, again, how cool is it that God gives us this stuff to work on, um, so that we could go basically back to the good shepherd. And of course, we're going to get to that in our appraisal by the real black book. But Mike, I know you got some thoughts for us down there in San Antonio, Texas. Uh,
2: I certainly do. And you know, I have, uh, I have an envy that, uh, that, uh, I've never expressed to anyone. And that's, that's, uh, making Christian videos. I watch them a lot on on YouTube and Vimo and stuff like that. And I sit down to try to do a storyboard and I, I really want to do some of these. I just can't get past it. It's a passion that I have inside of me that I can't get out and express. And, and, uh, and it's because I want to do more work for the Lord in such an evasive way because uh, I have a tough time one on one, approaching strangers for evangelism, and uh, and so I do so want to do something like
0: that. That is, so, that's you know, that's a fascinating one, and I I I run into that kind of stuff myself all the time, Mike. Where I'm asking God, I know I I I know you've got something bigger for me. It's got to be bigger. <laughs> it's got to be more amazing. It's got to be something.
1: And uh, it's like, that, well, let's see if you can get this one right. <laughs> that reminds me of this year. We had, we had, uh, struggled because I was struggling because I didn't do another, another commercial for our church or our Christian commercial for the message to send out with the, uh, uh, on the football game. And, and it just was tearing me up. And I was at the restaurant one night with, uh, one of my neighbors. And I says, I'm really tore up because I didn't, I didn't make a new message for the church. And, And she reached over and smacked me on the head and in the way she always does, sets me straight. And uh, she says, maybe God wasn't ready for a different commercial. And I was like, oh. (laughs) And that
0: other one played in the Super Bowl, by the way, and it was so amazing. I agree, Mike. We've got Rick in Ogden, Utah. He's got something for us. Rick, you're on the Christian card. Well, we lost Rick. Well, Rick, I hope you call back at 866-348-7884. We'd love to hear what you had for us. You know, I'm going to move on to our appraisal by the Real Black Book just because, you know, it's so appropriate to what we're talking about today. And, you know, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, that's, well, the appraisal by the Real Black Book, if you're listening for the first time, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. Cry out for discernment. Lift up our voice for understanding. You might be going, Robbie, why are you talking about this today? And I know that so many folks, they, they struggle I struggle. We all struggle with these different kinds of sins that we fall ourselves into. We're trying to find a way out. How do we get out? How do we get out? And I came across this passage this week in Isaiah that at first made absolutely no sense to me. And, and if you heard me quote it at the beginning, it may have made no sense to you. Maybe you know exactly what it meant, but I didn't understand. But here's the passage. It's Isaiah ten twenty seven. And to set it up a little bit, what had happened was that Isaiah was prophesying and he was talking about what was going to happen when Sennacherib was going to come with 185,000 Assyrian soldiers on Hezekiah. And he was talking about that these people were going to rain down on you. It wasn't going to be pleasant. But good news, he's going to take care of the remnant. And what he then prophesies to the remnant is in that day, their burden will be lifted from your shoulders. Their burden being the Assyrians that were, had them in slavery. And that day, their burden will be lifted from your shoulders, their yoke from your neck. The yoke will be broken because you have grown so fat. Well, man, I'm going to tell you, I was just, what in the world? Because I got fat? Their yoke is going to be broken? It didn't make a lot of sense. And then I went to the King James Version, looked at that translation. It said, because of their anointing, because of your anointing, you were going to break the yoke and now I was really lost. How is some Hebrew word translated in the King James anointed and fat over here in the NIV, by the way, in the RSV and everywhere else is, is translated fat. And I was just totally in the weeds. And so I know I'm okay. I got something here. I got to stick here until I can see what the Holy Spirit has for me, he must really have something for me. And then all of a sudden I got this picture and it actually, to an extent, comes out of the 23rd Psalm because, you know. It says in the 23rd Psalm, you're very familiar, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That means you're not going to get fat. I mean, it means you're going to get fat. (laughs) He makes me to lay down in green pastures, and he leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. Well, All of a sudden, I started to get this picture of this ox that has this little yoke put on him, but as he feeds in the green pasture and he sleeps beside the still water and God keeps feeding him, man he gets to be a beast <laughs> he gets big and this little bitty yoke that's around his neck no problem man that's that's breaking off because this thing is uh, you know it's it's a beast and this yoke's going to break off because you've become fat well fat to a cow owner is a good thing you know it's not to me it's like you're out of shape you're losing you know but that isn't what god was saying here when you take anointed to mean that this person here if you're usda choice you get the good pasture man And in God's view, you're, Bob, you are USDA choice. And so you get the green pasture and you get the still waters. So if you'll do what Paul said in Philippians 4, 8, where he said, remember, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if these, if there's any of virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, worthy meditate on those things. See, that's the good grass. If you'll keep your mind focused on God's Word, on testifying of other, you know, spending time with other believers, spending time in church, spending time in prayer, spending time with the Lord of all, you know, in in His arms, guess what? You are going to go strong and fat. And even though you had no way out of that, and I can think of a lot of the sin that the Lord has allowed me to or he has basically worked through in my life, he did it through a continual diet of green pastures and still waters. You know what I'm saying, Bob? As you got stronger, that thing you thought you would never unload, you you became a beast, and
1: you broke that yoke off your neck, and you became a slick, fat ox. <laughs> uh, I've been um, kind of, what's the word, uh compared to an ox in a few ways <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes the other end you know but uh i can kind of catch what you're at first i had no clue where you were going with this you know but uh maybe it's all the sin that i piled up through my life and then uh you know thought that that had um disqualified me from being able to work with young people or, or to testify or to make a, a send out a message for our church or anything. I kind of thought all that had disqualified me for that, but then maybe through God, just, he, he built me up and then showed me that, Hey, it kind of uniquely qualifies you to speak, you know, because from where you've been, you can shine a lot of light on this for the young people. You know, that's right. Because, you know, if you're a a car salesman of all things (laughs)
0: like me and, and I immediately say, well, you know, I'm nothing really, but a car salesman that God, you know, worked through in whatever situation, you know, look where I was, and look what. But um, what you're doing is you're boasting in his strength and his. But in that that strength, when it gets down in you, man, you become a sleek, big, you know, strong. Are you Are you following me, Mike?
2: Yes, I am.
0: Is that and not I, cool?
2: Yes, and when uh, the Lord has that way of humbling you by bursting your bubble, you realize the blessings that have been bestowed on on you that you forget about when you're running after all these things.
0: Yeah, you you've had a you've had a year of that, I know, from the uh cancer diagnosis about a year or four or five months ago and and you know, I had that in my life as well. That was it was sort of like through my and it was an interesting thing for me, Mike. After my cancer and after my bout in the wheelchair for a couple of years, I was asked to speak at churches All over the place. Um, In this case, it was because my bodily weakness. (laughs) Kind of an interesting thing. But nonetheless, people can relate to somebody who's been really, really sick.
2: Uh, You know, you you say that interesting thing. My pastor just came to me and said, I want you to make videos for the church. And I've been struggling for a year over a year with this, making videos. And I'm just thinking, maybe I should go spend time with Bob. He makes these videos that go viral.
1: (laughs) Brother, um, I can tell you a story when we get back about uh, the video we made and uh, how it was my reluctance and my procrastination that God turned into a great thing. All right, we got one more
0: segment for you. This is your chance to boast about your weakness. We'd love to hear from you. We really, really would. 866-348-7884. How was Jesus' strength made perfect through your weakness? You call us. is turning you into a yoke-breaking animal that can break the sin that entangles you. If you continue to listen for his voice, feed at the green pastures, and lie beside the still waters, you get rest, you get strength, you get his love. And with that, even though you may have a really, and I've got a few of them, Bob, really sore thorns.
1: (laughs) That Man, that thing is really in there. It's been working on me for a long time. Well, Mike was talking about the video for the church, and, uh, you know, I got uh, selected to be on the evangelism committee a few years back, and we got all excited, and because I had a little experience with doing some commercials, we got pumped up, and we were going to do a commercial for the church, and went to the uh, council meeting and asked permission to do it, and it just... I fell asleep on it, put it on the back burner, never did it, never did it. We got a new preacher. He came in and preached one Sunday about bright ideas with no action. I limped out of church that day, went home, sat down with my pen and paper, and in 20 minutes the exact words that, that come out on the, uh, on, that are on the commercial for the church were on paper, not a scratch mark of any time I write. You know, sometimes I have to scratch out something right in a check, you know. But for me to write all of that down, I just really felt like God was right there with me. And, and it was his message on the paper that it just flowed out my ink pen, you know. But uh, that's how that happened. It was procrastination and then a preacher waking me up about my pro- procrastination. But then I got to tell the rest of the story
0: that, that I don't know if you remember this, Bob, but Bob called me and told me he'd done this video. And so I immediately put it up at christiancarguy.com, not realizing he wanted to save it for the Super Bowl. So I, but I, I just posted it there. And the next Monday, I look at my website, and it's gone viral. It's gone crazy. And I'm like, what in the world happened? And I, you know, you can, it shows links, on, so you can tell through the statistics at Google what was causing people to go to your website. And it turned out I posted this article two years ago about this guy that had this, uh, Rolls Royce that was, he had bought new and had his whole life and he was the world's oldest living car owner or something like that. Well, for whatever reason, some, some, uh, big blog in Europe had picked up this article that I would that I had posted and translated it into Austrian and all, the link in the thing sent everybody back to my website. Now they didn't go to the post of the guy with the with the old car. They came to see Bob's video. <laughs> when they got to the home page, all these Austrian people, guess what they saw? Bob talking about why you don't need I mean why you need to go to church. The, 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 the idea behind the ad was that don't wait till you need a mechanic to go, you know, to go to the shop or how, how,
1: well yeah. it's just a uh... You know, some people think you need to get straightened out, get your life straightened out before you go to church. You know, and, but if your car's broke, you don't wait for it to fix itself. You take it to a mechanic. So you know.
0: But then the the L.A. Times picked up the story out of Austria. They didn't pick it up from my website. They picked it up out of Austria, translated it back into English, and then posted the link again. So all the people that were reading the L.A. Times they linked back to Christian Car Guide, not again to that article about the Rolls Royce, but when they got there. Guess what they saw? Bob's video and why they need to go to church. And so that's how, you know, Mike, when you you go to make a video and if you want to see it go viral, I'm thinking God's got everything to do with it, and we don't have a clue.
1: (laughs) It was just me feeling uh, the preacher punched me in the eye and stepped on my toe, and I limped out of there, and, and, you know, just in no time we was there.
2: Trouble is I just have ideas without actions.
1: (laughs) There you go. When you put
0: it to action, you know, God cannot steer a parked car so if you once you get moving you might be amazed at where he takes you it's an amazing thing well we want to thank you for listening to the christian car guys show today certainly mike and bob for joining us all our great affiliates which we're very thankful to have we want to thanks to upperson our boss for having the vision to air the show my new producer is matt and and beth ends in the in the wing still standing by we appreciate them so much And we want to ask that you, you know, go to our website, ChristianCarGuy.com. Look at the Jesus Labor Love. You know, a single mom or widow, somebody that desperately needs car repair, that's available for them at ChristianCarGuy.com. You know what I always say, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And remember, the sheep of Jesus' pastures get to eat the good stuff. They get to feed on it. You're listening to The Truth Network and
2: TruthNetwork.com.